Merry Christmas again to those of you who joined us um, just after we'd started. Um, let me ask you a question this Christmas. Maybe we can put the first slide up. What is the best Christmas present that you've ever received? Lorna's saying Karis. Mm. Any, any other Christmas presents? Best Christmas present you've ever received? The birth of your daughter. Beautiful. Any, any other Christmas presents? A bike. Gosh, you guys are really dull. Come on, there must be some exciting Christmas presents. A bike. Presents. A bike. A bike, and it was there the whole morning, and I didn't clock it because it was hidden behind the curtains, and my mum kept asking me to open the curtains, and I was like, I'll do it after I've opened my presents, oh. mum. <laughs> Fantastic. A bike. A motorbike. Gosh, we're now getting into the serious end of the present. Any other one more present? I didn't see you. A laptop, fantastic. Well, let me, let me suggest to you, this Christmas, I think you've already received the best Christmas present you could receive. And it's 18 words, 18 words written by Claire, that I think sums up your life, the purpose of your life, why God made you, and the end goal of your life. And Claire managed to sum it up in 18 words. I think that's a pretty good Christmas present to receive. Why don't we move on to the next slide. Let me read to you these 18 words. This soul magnifies... This curved soul glass can't make him greater, but will make great, amplify his name. You see, Mary's song, this beautiful song that we get in Luke's Gospel, is a remarkable song. One of the reasons why it's so remarkable is that other than two verses, none of it is to do with Mary. It's all to do with God and God's work in Mary's life. It's a song looking away from Mary towards the true source of all joy and all gladness, which is God. And Claire uses this wonderful idea of a convex lens, just a little bit like this one. And the way that convex lenses work is that they kind of suck in all of the light and they focus it on one spot and they intensify the light onto that one spot and basically what Claire is doing is she's saying, really, that is the purpose of our lives. To live as people who focus all of the mercies and the grace that we receive back onto God himself. This is the purpose of Mary's song. We see it right at the beginning. My soul glorifies God. My soul, the reason for me being here is to glorify God. That's why I was Made. I think this is an amazing song, don't you? Rachel and I do. I think this is an amazing song because it shows us how we've been called to live in this world. You see, this world is constantly teaching us that actually our lives should be the centre of the universe. And Mary is showing us through this song that actually there's one who is greater and his name is Jesus. And he's the one who should be central 
to how we live our lives, this convex lens way of living rather than a self-centered way of living. Listen to what Mary says. Just listen to these words. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He's scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He's brought down rulers from their thrones, but he's lifted up the humble. He's filled the hungry with good things, but he sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abram and his descendants forever, even as he did to his fathers. This whole song is about who God is. This Christmas, we've been called to live as convex lenses that suck in all of the light of our lives and to shine it upon who God is. And as I was thinking about this, I was reminded, maybe we can go to the next slide, next two slides actually, I was reminded of um, a famous story by C.S. Lewis. Many of you may know this story, but C.S. Lewis said this, he was standing in his tool shed. Anyone have a tool shed? Look at this. Gosh, there's more tool sheds than I thought. Well, C.S. Lewis had a tool shed and he says, I was standing today in the dark tool shed. The sun was shining outside and through the crack at the top of the door there came a sunbeam. From where I stood, that beam of light with the specks of dust floating in it was was most striking thing, the most striking thing in the place. Everything else was almost pitch black. I was seeing the beam, not seeing things by it. Then I moved so that the beam fell on my eyes. Instantly the whole previous picture vanished. I saw no tool shed and above all no beam. Instead I saw framed in the irregular cranny at the top of the door, green leaves moving on the branches of a tree outside. And beyond that, just a mere 90 million miles away, the sun looking along the beam and looking at the beam is a very different experience. What is C.S. Lewis saying? He's saying this, each one of us have mercies in our lives that are like those beams that come down into the tool shed of our lives and we can spend our whole lives fascinated by them. Gosh, look at this beam of light. There's dust in this beam of light. Isn't this amazing? And C.S. Lewis says, God gives them to each one of us every day so that we can stand and look back at them and see who God is through the beams of light. This is what Mary was doing. Mary was receiving grace in her life. And she wasn't just fascinated by it. She was using it to look back and see the God who was pouring his mercy and grace into her life. I guess I want to encourage you this morning before you eat your turkey uh, and your roast potatoes to just take a moment and consider the mercies and grace that God has poured into your life this year. Just take a moment to think about that. And then, to, as it were, join Mary and join C.S. Lewis and join Hannah in the Old Testament and look back up the ray of light And see the God who has poured that mercy into your life. For me, this is what Christmas is all about. It's about taking moments to pause and look and see who God really is. This soul magnifies. 
this curved soul glass can't make him greater but will make great will amplify his name my question to you is this is that how you will live this coming year should we pray together Father thank you for Mary's song thank you that it reminds us that in one of the most disorientating moments in history where a virgin was told that she would be with child and not just any child but God with us Emmanuel and in that moment she didn't focus the attention of the whole world upon herself but rather she turned it outwards and like a convex lens she intensified the focus onto who you are she lived as one who would glorify you in all seasons of her life Lord we want to live that way as your people we want to live as convex lenses as pieces of glass cut to intensify the focus upon you we pray in Jesus name Amen we're going to take communion now and communion is a a moment very much like Mary's song that gives us the opportunity to look back up the beams of light to the God who was willing to come as God Emmanuel God with us and to see that he came with a purpose that purpose was that sin sick people would be made well that sin dead people would come alive in God And so when we take communion, when we take the bread and we take the wine, we're remembering Jesus' body, Jesus' blood. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. That he was the one that came, who died, who rose again, and one day will come and make all things new. And so this morning I want to encourage you, take bread, take wine with gladness in your hearts as we remember that God with us, Emmanuel, didn't stay a babe but was willing to grow and then die that you and I might have life. Hallelujah. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you this morning, this Christmas day, that we can celebrate not just a babe in a manger, but the living God willing to come and die in our place that we might have life and life everlasting. And so we do this in remembrance of you, Jesus. Amen.